episode of the Ball Guys on the Bench podcast with your hosts, Graham Cohen and Scott Wasco. What's up, everyone, and welcome to a championship edition of the Bald Guys on the Bench, a sports podcast by the everyday fan for the everyday fan. Like we always do, Scott, when rambling together about sports, it's time to grab one and crack one, brother. Cheers. Not tonight, bro. I ain't grabbing nothing. I got me a cocktail. All right. Well, you know, in fashion, I'll join and you. By that and- cocktail. I got me a little transfusion, little okay. U.S. Amateur Oakmont cup that I got when I was sitting there in the uh, pool house at Oakmont. But enough of the bullshit. Why are we <laughs> going live on Tuesday night? I mean, we don't even have our backgrounds on right now. You know why? Because I wanted to show everybody this Stanley Cup champion jersey baby let's go bright light city gonna set, gonna my, set soul. my soul gonna set, gonna my, set soul. my soul on fire Ow. uh <laughs> if you like getting the wood laid to you you're gonna love being the florida panthers <laughs> <sighs> just saying so we're a little little we're a little late to the party tonight. I had to watch everything and the festivities. And I was like, Graham, let's go, dude. And Graham literally sent me the invite for the podcast with like six minutes left in the game. And I'm like, wow, he's on point tonight. Not only was he on point tonight, but he also released a reel from our podcast the other night when I was talking about the second period domination station by the Knights. And the stat I said in the podcast the other night was, I, I think it was we've outscored our opponents in the Stanley Cup playoffs 30 to 10 so far. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I literally talked to you tonight after the first period, and I said, Graham, remember what I said? We own the second period. And going in the second period, we were up two to nothing. They scored a goal. It was two to one. And the Knights looked at the Panthers and said, hey, guys, hold my beer. (laughs) And what did they do, Graham, in the second period tonight? Um, They scored not one goal, not two goals, not three goals, but four. So, yeah. yeah. So, Stanley Cup playoffs this year. We outscored our opponents. Uh, you know, I'm not the smartest math person in the world, but I know what 30 plus four is. That's 34. <laughs> and I know what 10 plus one is. That's 11. Uh, 34 to 11 in the second period. <laughs> is that any good? <laughs> Just saying. But let's start at the beginning. Penalty on us. The Panthers are on a power play. And what happens? The announcers, I thought, jinxed us because the Panthers were 0 for 13 on power plays. And I looked at my wife and I'm going, the announcers just jinxed it. Guarantee you they score a goal here on their power play. And no, they didn't. But you know who did? With a shorty, my captain, a.k.a. Mark 
lizard stick stone. Did you did you see the move he made in front of whatever Bobrovsky, whatever? I'm worn out. I just got peppered for five games. Panthers goalie. Did you see the move that my captain made on him? I yeah, mean, I have been watching the whole game today. <laughs> I mean, thanks for playing, Shorty. We I mean, all- I, I thought I thought the next goal was better in the sense of you know Eichel poking it, you know poking it out, right, and uh, you know getting that second goal. I thought that was. I'm surprised that wasn't. I mean, not a penalty, but or or uh, delay a game or whatever, or a stoppage, I guess, so that way they could see yeah. he was on the puck. But that was a heck of a goal, dude. the The stat of the whole Stanley Cup Finals was we didn't allow a power play goal in the entire championship series. <laughs> Defense wins championships, I guess, right? And like we said in this podcast, we were the better team, we were the bigger team, we were the better defensive team. And we sure showed it. Your boy is like on top of the world right now. My captain, my captain got a hat trick, even though it was very rough on him. <laughs> At the end, the Panthers pulled the goalie with like six minutes left. I mean, well, desperation when mode. When you had to. I mean, when you're down you five. Like, yeah, you had goodness. to, right? I mean, you had to. And his worst chance went in for his hat. Yeah. I mean, dude, as a Knights fan, I couldn't be happier. It was literally about eight, nine minutes of stress in the game because we literally started the game off. We looked a little shady. It looked like we were thinking a little too much. But, you know, then we put the pedal to the metal, and that was it. And I I just – before the game even started, dude, I sent you and Andy, a.k.a. Lone Soldier, a text, (laughs) and I was like, I can't believe what my first-year head coach is doing. And do you remember what I said? Do you remember what the first year head coach did? Yes. Dude, he started. started yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'll, I mean, no, it's your spot. No. Say it. Dude, he started five of the six original Golden Knights. The three misfits, Marcia So, Carlson, and oh, 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 O'Reilly Smith. <laughs> along with McNabb and Theodore. I mean, that's pretty amazing from the first-year head coach. Especially when Marcia Show and Riley Smith were Florida Panthers that were not protected in the expansion draft, and the Knights ripped them from them. And that's the reason I told our boy Lone Soldier, a.k.a. Grammar Police, a.k.a. Andy, that I would was going to bet on Marsha show to win the con Smythe. However, all the sports books here in Virginia didn't offer NHL awards. So whatever. what? Yeah, whatever. Don't care. So at, at about six 30, my time, the game starts about eight 15, right? 
I'm scrolling on Twitter. I'm pacing like I'm losing my mind. Like, will this game hurry up and start? And I see a stat that said exactly to the day, nine years ago, Alec Martinez scored the game-winning goal in overtime for the Kings' second Stanley Cup win in three years against the Rangers. And I texted Jerry, and I was like, dude, holy shit. Do we place a bet anytime goal scorer on Alec Martinez? And he goes, are you asking me or telling me? And I'm like, no, I'm telling you. And he's like, done. I bet it. He bet it. Then literally like six minutes later, our boy TP sends me the same thing. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And who scored at any time goal tonight? Alec Martinez. Until the last garbage goal that the Panthers scored, Alec Martinez would have been the game-winning goal scorer. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn I mean, who the game-winning goal scorer is. I don't give a shit about any of it, dude. All I care is I'm a Stanley Cup champion in our sixth year. Bill Foley, the owner of the Golden Knights, and I've said this on the podcast, said playoffs in three, Stanley Cup in six. Well, guess what? We're the best hockey team in the world, baby. Now, it's funny that you brought – well, I wouldn't say funny, but it's interesting that you brought that up because your wife, of all lovely people, sent me some stats that I want to I want to point them out here. And this ain't bad, folks. Let's, Dude, she uh, was on point. Like, yo, number one, a, number one I got to give her props. She stayed up the entire game. Yeah, that's – and a couple, not only that, but she got a couple of videos after the game. Yeah. It was too long. I had to edit it and send it to you. <laughs> but then when she goes to bed, she sends you and I in a group text some stats. And she goes, here's some stats for your boys. And you're like, is that any good? And how does she respond? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. The classic. You're welcome. The cl- <laughs> you're welcome. I'm like, who are you? And what do you do with my wife right now? Yeah. Right? She was pumped, though. You know, she's had to deal with me and this. I, I, dude, I'm telling you, I was pacing Graham before the game. Oh, I'm sure. they. Might, you might as well put on an Indiana Pacer jersey because uh, you were walking all over that place. <laughs> dude. I mean, so, it was. So this is what she What said. are those stats? Yeah. What are they? All right. So the Vegas Golden Knights, is this any good? I don't know. How about you made the playoffs five out of your six years of existence? All right, that's not bad. You reached the conference finals in four of the six. Not bad. You won your division three out of the six seasons. Oh, is that any good? Um, scored five-plus goals in seven different playoff games this this year and six goals in four playoff games. All right, not bad. Um, and then average six goals in closeout games and nine in the clinching game. Well, not bad, huh? <laughs> I mean, when they scored seven, you know, I was like, touchdown and the extra point's good. Then they score eight, and I'm like, all right, forget the extra point. We got the two-point conversion. Then we score nine, and I'm like, all right, we got three field goals. Oh, bro, that one at the end, you could definitely tell. I mean, look. 
And you know who scored. Our guy right? still, yeah, yeah, he you made a play scored, on right? it, but they you know the goalie it? was just like, oh, yeah. whatever, just score. Yeah, you know who <laughs> scored like, it, right? Right? Yeah. Who? None other than. I wish you would be with the team for a lot longer because it would be the first jersey I would ever buy. Nicholas. Wow. R O Y pronounced W A A A like your boy. <laughs> so then I'm sitting here talking to you, like trying to get my, you know, emotions in check. Then she sends me a, a Instagram post about Aiden Hill, the first goalie ever to win the Stanley Cup that didn't start in the first round. Say that again. The first goalie to ever win the Stanley Cup that didn't play in the first round. Best career Stanley Cup playoff save percentage, 0.934, Aiden Hill. You're telling me he wasn't in the run for the Kindsmith? Could have been. I mean, there was a handful of people. Look, if he would have played. That's hey. the most amazing thing is there, there were a bunch of guys that were in the run for it from our team. And it's weird because I sent Jerry a text about it. And literally with, I don't know, hold on, I'm looking for the, for the tweet real quick, but there was like nine minutes left in the game, 10 minutes left in the game. And a dude tweets, he goes, Con Smythe ballots were due just a minute ago. And the fact that there are legitimately five different players who are deserving of their word speaks to how strong the Knights were as a team in these playoffs and their depth. It's weird to me that they had to vote with 10 minutes left in the game, nine minutes left in the game. That's like, not weird. Game, That's awesome. What if the game would have gone into overtime? Obviously, it wasn't going to, but what if it wouldn't have gone into overtime and you got to make your Con Smythe pick right then and there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of weird. Whatever. Don't care. Don't care about that. The one thing that I kept talking about in the podcast was what I can't wait to see what Mark Stone does when he gets the Stanley Cup handed to him. Right. And I'm going to be the first person to admit I was a little disappointed. Yeah, it was pretty lackluster, to be honest. (laughs) Compared to his (laughs) third goal of the night, like I thought he was going to like go bananas. Yeah. But whatever. Don't care. The Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup, dude, in their sixth year of existence. Yeah. I mean, I I don't even know what to say. I shed a couple tears. Not as many as I thought I would because it was a blowout. Right. And I just... Instead of waiting, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, there's a minute left, we're up one. It was like, are you kidding me? 20 minutes left, we're up, whatever. Like, can this shit hurry up and end? Right. You know, it was not exciting. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Didn't have to be exciting for me to be happy. But, you know, as we sit here, the night, well, I guess it's early in the morning now after we won the Stanley cup final, your boy's picking out a tattoo. Let's go. 
And my boy Jerry, who we talk about often on the podcast, he's getting his first tattoo. Let's go. So tonight, I don't know if I sent you the stat tonight's uh, attendance at T-Mobile was the most ever in the history of the Knights franchise. Oh, dude. If anyone watched any of the telecast, yeah, not only were they sold out, but how about the 55 or 70,000 people outside the stadium? Sheesh. Dude, how amazing was the scene outside of the fortress? I mean, the the craziest part is it's Vegas anyway, so it's already Liddy, but just the fact that them to be there with that happening, just, I mean, it's fireworks on top of fireworks. I mean, it's all you could really say. So it was the perfect place for it to happen, and it couldn't have happened to a better, you know, a better organization. And, you know, it's uh, all good all around. So that being said. Can I say something before you go into this? Please. Because before the game even started, I'm scrolling. It was like 25 minutes before the game started, and I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I'm watching, you know, the crowd is inside of T-Mobile is losing their minds, obviously, right? You know, the players are on the ice warming up. The place is lit, okay? And one of the – I don't remember who it was. One of the guys that followed the Knights on Twitter post a video of the Knights coming out on the ice for warm-ups. And the crowd is – and the crowd is, like, getting ready to blow the roof off of the fortress. Right. And his and his quote was from back in year one. Hockey will never work in the desert. And the place is going nuts. As I'm showing Kristen, I literally like got choked up. I was like, This shit is real. This shit is over tonight. And when I saw that tweet from, oh God, I wish I could give the dude credit, but whatever. He doesn't follow us anyway, so don't care. <laughs> uh, when I saw that tweet, I was like, this shit's real, dude. Because I remember it. And then about eight, nine minutes left in the game, our boy Rob, you know, that we went to his wedding and his mm-hmm. wife, Rachel, that's a huge unit. University of Tennessee fan, she was all over Jerry and I year one. Oh, the Knights don't deserve to win Stanley Cup in year one, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, whatever. Don't care. Kick rocks. Uh, Tonight, she texts me and she goes, oh, my God, the Knights are dominating. Dude, people were coming out of the woodwork texting me tonight. Texting me tonight. It was. What happens? And I'm just going to go out and say it right now. As an adult sports fan, this was one of the most, and I'm going to, you know, most stressed out games before the game started that I've ever been. Because, Because we were up three to one. And when are you done? Hey, you smelled blood in the water, and the yeah. night you're going out for the kill. 
it was what it was. So, folks, that being said, this was just a spur of the moment special edition reaction after the cup. I'm so happy for Scott. I mean, look, not special edition, championship, championship edition. edition. My apologies. (laughs) So, as we get off the air right now, your boy's about to go order some championship gear. (laughs) <laughs> let's go baby let's go <laughs> so i'm gonna ask you one question and then i'm gonna sign us off so scott now that you got the w and you've been savoring it for this last hour and a half you want to keep it or would you trade it in for a chargers championship no nah, dude i'm good all right fair enough i, I got love it. i got i got the greatest trophy in the history of sports and my players all get to have it for 24 hours and do whatever they want to do with it. Facts. What would you, what would you do with it, dude? Real quick before you, if you won the Stanley cup, what would you do with the trophy? If you had it for 24 hours and before you answer props to mama Cohen, dude, for sending the video via Facebook messenger of the Stanley cup trophy floating down the lazy river at park MGM. She was like, she's like, Graham, I think Scott would like this. You should send it to him. I'm like, all right, my, I got you. You know what, mama Cohen? You're welcome. I loved it. I'm going to cheers you right here. Boom. Right on the computer. And also, also mama Cohen, thanks for going to and getting me this hat. We're Stanley Cup champions, baby. Let's go. The greatest moment in Vegas history stamped tonight. Hey, let's run it back, baby. <laughs> that's, 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 I don't have anything else say. to say, dude. I, 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 all I know is I'm so glad that I took tomorrow off. Because I wanted to celebrate tonight. And I'm just reading as we're f- finishing this up. Zach Whitecloud broke his hand with four minutes to go. Kept playing. What would, LeBron, what would LeBron have done? Oh, my God. Here we go. Folks, as always, it's a pleasure. I love doing this podcast with you, Scott. I enjoyed every minute watching the hockey playoffs with you and watching the game today. It's been a pleasure. And uh, that being said, as always, Scott, I love doing this with you. And as the best homie always says, Bye-bye. Viva Las Vegas. (laughs) Good night, friends. (laughs) There it is, folks. This episode of the Bald Guys on the Bench podcast is brought to you by our friends at North Star Credit Union and Southern Auto, located in Southeast Virginia.